Welcome to the Allentown News Network. I'm Otis. And I'm Katie. And we are here for a special news report. We are here to alert you all to a new virus that has taken over a small town in Central California. It has been dubbed the BL3H virus, or BLIP. Authorities have recovered this audio taken from one family's home video. Whoa, babe, come check this out. I think something weird's happening at the neighbor's house. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, like totally, let's go check it out. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like, hello? Hello? Neighbor? Hey, bro. Um. Oh, oh, he coughed in my face. Uh, oh, oh, <coughs> let's get out of here. Oh no. Like, oh my god, babe, that was so gross. I know, he did. Did I hear him say, Bleh. <coughs> wait, babe, <coughs> what? are you okay? <coughs> As you can hear, BL3H starts as a slight cough and soon turns into a fit of blaze. Citizens are being warned that this virus is highly contagious and should remain in their homes. Please stay away from... <laughs> oh dear God, Otis, no! <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. It is episode 57. Jeez, like Heinz. Chapter 3 in our apocalyptic virus sad time month. (laughs) Coronavirus in Friends. Coronavirus. So uh, we chose uh, the movie Contagion. uh, Very... Well, recent, 2011, it's newish. It's started to get back into the the movie eye because it's a... You look at this movie and you look at what's happening now and it's... And it is exactly this movie. Yeah, it's... 100%. (laughs) It was pretty crazy. Yeah, so this one, uh, if you look at what's happening in the world now and then you go back and watch this movie, uh, it was pretty weird being nine years old and just how much... Shit looks the same. It, it's, it is exactly the same. This movie bothering. like predicted the goddamn future because everything that happened in this movie is like pretty much what's happening right now. There's a, yeah. It's almost like they consulted with experts and experts knew that this was coming and maybe <laughs> we should have listened to to the experts when when, <laughs> when they said things were going to happen. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> experts, but. No, I, th- I literally think the only difference is I haven't really seen anybody set a building on fire yet. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had riots. But, but apparently Amazon close. here locally yeah. caught fire. Because of their the solar, solar panels. panels caught fire. Oh, shit. That's weird. Yeah, a bit. Huh. Solar panels. And, and Chernobyl's on fire, apparently, or something. <laughs> Jesus. Good Lord. Yeah, the only difference between, <laughs> between what happens in this film, besides the rioting, and what's happening right now is the fucking percentage rate at which people die from the viruses. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. the virus in the movie, it's MEV1, the MEV. I'm going to call it the MEV now. Uh, it's 1 in 12 world population will get infected. And it was a 25 to 30% mortality rate. Yeah. Uh, Which is ridiculous. That virus was ridiculously... And it seemed like you were done in like, what, two, oh, three, three days? days. Yeah. It was like, like two days. It was like 48 hours. You it was terrible. So uh, you, you see the world go down in, what was it, a Flames. month? 
Well, the from start to finish. Days. Yeah, that was yeah from like, start to finish. It was like 150 days or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so a third of the year. <laughs> Which creeps you out because if you think about the same timeline, like this movie legit said, this has been six months that this has been an issue. Yeah. This Where? shit started in Wuhan or wherever China. Six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's... basically where this movie ends, and it's terrifying. Except they moved way faster in this movie Quite than a bit. we did. Yeah, movie viruses are way stronger and smarter. Yeah, the vaccine just popped up, and it was yeah. just like, all right, our first attempt at it, it works. Uh-huh. It was our 57th attempt. Okay, fine. It was. <laughs> but then it, it was kind of like, just... they give an accurate timeline, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we're just going to skip ahead. So, I mean, well, it just seemed I mean, like the only vaccine so much came you can out do so in a fast. Two hour movie that's yeah. yeah, but I assume. Well, I know. Yeah, I, I assume some of those monsters just everybody just kind of sitting there just. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> trying not to die. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of thumb twiddling. <laughs> so, this bet. movie, um, it makes sense with the budget we'll talk about later, uh, but this movie had everybody in it. It sure so did. Many. And it actually came out around the time that um, Brian Cranston was getting big in. Uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad. but they yeah. actually didn't in the trailers. They didn't say that he was really in this movie, nope. so they could have no. got even more people to come in if they're like, "Oh shit, Billy Cranston's in it!" Like hell yeah! But yeah, yeah this is one of the ones kind of like um, the Godzilla movie. I like that you said Billy Cranston, right? I'm sorry. I <laughs> when I think when I think of Brian Cranston, it's you because think of his nephew. Yeah, yeah, it's because of Billy Power Rangers. Power Ranger. Yeah. So Brian, Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, so no nephew. way. So Brian Cranston used to do voiceovers for Power Rangers. <laughs> he used to do a lot of the monster voices, and that's one reason why he was Zordon in the new movie. Billy's yep. full name—it's Billy Cranston. They named him after him, and it just there's tons more connections. But Brian Cranston—that was one of his first jobs to get big was just do voiceover for monsters and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's not Lord's. I said Lord's. Zordon. <laughs> he's Zordon. Yeah, he's Zordon. But, uh, yeah, and that's one reason why he's in the movie. I'm really impressed, though, that he was able to do this movie, considering this was in the middle of Breaking Bad. Well, this was, like, season one Breaking Bad. But it wasn't, it wasn't, like, It started in 2008. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. It was 2008 through 2013. Yeah, it was going for a while. Yeah. But it's, it's not the biggest role. He's, what, a a general? Yeah. Yeah, he's he, just there. But he had hair in this movie. Right. And he's bald in all of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Hey, man. It just depends on how long this movie took. It probably, they got him out of here in like a week, maybe yeah, a week and a half. Yeah, that's fair. He probably then. did all his scenes for this movie hella quick. And like, throw I mean, your hair out, oh do man. this thing, and then be it, gone. It cracked me up, though. Like, two of the major roles that were, like, big name people. Yeah, like, on the last of the pictures. The movie, everybody else was like, Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned. It was like, Gwyneth Paltrow's here for three seconds. Yep. Also, Lawrence Fishburne is sort of here. Yeah. But not. And They're then, longer than some people, jeez. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Geller, Ross's dad. Oh, friend, yeah. Was in it for like two seconds. Well, he kind of scattered. Well, he came back. He was like yeah. there at the beginning and then went away for a while and then was like, fuck it, I'm going to do my own testing. I mean, yeah, I think, like, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I think Matt Damon probably had the most Matt time Damon. in the movie. Yeah. Oh, he did. Him and his daughter. Yeah, so um, yeah. it's kind of got that, I don't know if it's a certain director that does those type of movies where like, like Valentine's Day, where it's like 50 people on the cover with their faces, right? and it's like 12 different stories happening at the same time, yeah. and they all kind of connect. Is that yeah. a, is that just one director, or is it just a type of movie uh, that happens? Well, those 
specific movies that were all attached to each other. Mm-hmm. So it was she's just not that into you, or he's just not that into you. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day and then New Year's Eve. I think those were all the same director. And Mother's Day. And Mother's Day, but yeah. there were other. There have been other movies similar to that. Yeah. That like because um. It's like a genre of movies. Yeah. Love Actually mm-hmm. is that movie, is that same and style of movie, but happened way before it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know if there's a set main character, because we do get... There's quite a few. A main character at the beginning of the movie, but then, lo and behold, she does not make it through this bad boy. She gets sick. She actually got sick from the, the Mev. I actually straight up opens on her being like two days into this beast. Yeah, I actually really liked that this movie didn't focus on any one particular person throughout Mm -hmm. the entirety of the like outbreak quarantine situation. Um, It was a lot more realistic because you got to see all different sides of what was happening. Like you got to see the family aspect from Mm -hmm. Matt Damon and all the things that were going on there. You and got to crazy. see you got to see like what the military side mm-hmm. of it was doing, what the CDC side was doing, what the World Health Organization was doing, what the media was doing uh, in that <laughs> shitty ass blogger guy Jude played by Law. Jude Law. Like <laughs> like uh, you got to see all these different types of people who are involved in all different ways throughout the chain of events. And you got to see how they are were affected and what they did to help or prevent or whatever yeah. in this situation. It was really cool. Yeah, so this, uh, just a broad stroke, honestly, it's what's happening now. A, mm-hmm. a bat is eating on a banana tree and it's infected with this virus, kind of. It's a bat. Yeah, with something. And then it ends up in a pig farm and drops the banana part and then this pig eats it. And so it just... They do a fusion dance of diseases, and then that pig ends up in China, and then uh, Macau. Macau uh, is that how it's pronounced? Macau, yeah. M-A-C-A-U. Guangdong, yes. Macau province. Yeah. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. it ends up at a a casino. Yeah. And then yeah, they, they get it from the market, and it ends up in a casino. And then Gwyneth Paltrow touches the hands of the cook that didn't wash his hands after he touched the dead pig. And then well, she was out in a street market, not in the casino. No, she was in the casino. The guy had gotten it from the street market, slaughtered it in the kitchen of the casino, and was dressing oh, the pig. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he didn't fully wash his hands. Yeah, and then, which is disgusting. Everybody wash your wash hands, your especially hands. if you're dealing with food. Fuck. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if you're dealing with food. Dear yeah. God. And Gwyneth Paltrow got it, and then she's like patient zero, and then just. Weeks later, it just everything she touched got infected, and everything yeah. who every person who touched the things that she touched got infected. And here we are, self quarantined, and fucking you can't be within six feet of anyone. Yeah, like it's pretty wild, but uh, good except movie. for Matt Damon. Matt Damon is too high profile an actor to kill off. <laughs> he I'll... was he was like one of the few that had antibodies already that was immune to it. Yeah, he was weird. just like, I'm, I feel great. It's like, I'm, I'm well, all good. Well, because I mean, good. that is such a conundrum about the human body. Like, if we want to get scientific about yeah. all this shit. Like, yeah. there are people whose immune systems are so fucking Avenger. Yeah. That they were born with super soldier serum. Well, like, yeah. it's, Nothing um, is going to touch them. Well, just kind of spoiler for a really old movie. But uh, Unbreakable, that's mm-hmm. kind of the basis of Unbreakable. This guy that has all the sickness and weak bones, he's like, well, if I'm alive and I'm like this, there's got to be somebody opposite of me mm-hmm. that bones don't break and they don't get sick and they're really strong. He's like, I want to find that person. It's a great Shalamanan movie 
that's before he got a big dick and thought he could do any type of movie and then he right. shit himself. <laughs> but yes, Unbreakable, please give and it a shot. And then circled back around and made that right. into a trilogy. He just needed to take a break and then he's like, okay, I'm good now. Because good. Split is great. Yeah, I've not seen Glass. But... It's, it's the damnedest thing. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I guess some people just need to take breaks. You can't be great the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, this it's a great movie. It's... It'll leave you floored right there, now, honestly. Yeah. Like, there were oh points that made me frown. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of what's happening now." Oh shit! Yeah. And we're not to the point where they're passing food out, and you have to be in a big line, and then they run out, and then people get pissed and just start fighting. I hope we don't get to that well, point. They did with paper towels and toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were scrapping for paper towels yeah. and shit. But it's it's very nerve wracking to think that like if something was that bad, like the world would go real shitty real quick because people are shitty. People are awful. People are panic-driven, literally. Their entire life is panic-driven. Even when everything is running smoothly and people are happy, the slightest dent in that can set a lot of people off. And and just, ah, there's so many douchebaggy people and people listen to them, like Jude Law's character. We'll talk about him later because he'll pop up. So, great movie. Please watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have a character that you kind of enjoyed a little bit more than the other ones? Oof. Uh, I can go first. Yes. Um, I liked, um, how about to call him, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, <laughs> you were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, actually, Lawrence Fishburne's character, mm-hmm. Dr. Ellis. Uh, he was pretty good. Um, he fucked around a little too much when uh, Breaking Bad guy told him, like, hey, man, you shit's gonna, shit's gonna get a little wild soon, like, you should be prepared and he's like yeah. well I'm gonna tell people and he's like I shouldn't but hey he don't tell wife. anybody yeah he told his wife yeah and, and his it, wife told her best her friend best friend yeah and, and that's how things get out it's like hey Micah plants can talk and they kill people don't tell anybody and Micah's like waits five seconds beep beep boop 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 yeah you'll never believe what this crazy bitch told me just <laughs> now right this bitch came over and told me plants can talk and eat people watch out <laughs> also that's like the plot of the movie. What's your source? Yeah. And Little Shop of Horrors yeah. combined, and it's wonderful. But yeah, it's in, in things spread. So it's he was pretty cool. Uh, actually, cared a lot for people when um. Yeah, he did. Oh, what's her name? The one that made it halfway. Kate Winslet. Aaron, Doctor Aaron yes. Mears. Mears. Uh, she made it halfway through the movie and then got sick, which sucks because that shitty dude, her partner. He, he wasn't being safe. Sick. He probably, she probably. He should have. Well, no, sick. he didn't die, so he, she, she didn't get it from him, but him fucking around probably got it to her. But she was trying her best to save the day, and she was actually disappointed that she wasn't, you know, she might not make it to the end. And even yeah. before she like died, she was still trying to help people. But, um, really good dude, really good dude. He probably lost his job after all of that. Oh, for oh sure. so much. But who was, cares? Because his him and his wife lived. So yeah, and Fuck he it. helped the the janitor's kid. Yeah, too. yeah. So that was, so He's nice an incredible dude. character yeah. in here. So that's yeah. probably the coolest character I like. My favorite character was Kate Winslet's character, uh, Dr. Aaron Mears. Mm-hmm. Um, she is the most on top of her shit, basically, mm-hmm. with all of everything that's happening. She's, like, the first one to really go, like, okay, well... This person had it. We need to trace these steps. We need to figure this shit out. We need to do all the of this. The R-naught, yeah. Uh, the R-naught. And then she was work, trying her best to figure out how to cure it or whatever. And then, you know, she, like Oda said, she got sick and yeah. ends up dying in the film. 
And it's a really, really sad look because it's this is what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, with a lot of our healthcare professionals, there have been, you know, hundreds of mm-hmm. EM, uh, EMTs and paramedics and stuff that have died, like, taking care of people who have coronavirus right now. And there have yeah. been tons of doctors and nurses and stuff who have ended up with COVID and have passed away because of this because well, they're on the front lines trying to fix shit and they end up getting it because they're too involved. Yeah. And her story was super duper sad because much like what's happening right now, she got put into a mass grave because people who have this disease you in can't, the movie, yeah. they can't just like have a normal burial. Like uh, they you show it. You can't be released to your family. Yeah, you they show be. it with Matt Damon's character um, when he tries to bury his wife, wife and son. Um, they don't let they won't accept the body into the funeral home like they mm-hmm. will not take it from the morgue and you know perform a funeral and they won't bury it in the plot like that their family mm-hmm. already owns because they don't know if the people who work on the body can be can get sick and all this other stuff so yeah it's really sad because you know one of the main people who was working so hard to figure out a cure and figure out how to fix this dies and she's just like another body in a plot right. in, in this giant mass grave it makes me think about the guy in wuhan that was like one of the first guys to deal with it that mm-hmm. pointed it out that was like look this is becoming a problem something needs to happen with this and he is gone because of it mm-hmm. yeah but it, ugh. yeah i micah do you want to go or okay i'll piggyback off of that I have an honorable mention <laughs> for character is, I forget her name, but she's the one that the uh, Chinese guy kidnaps. Oh, yeah. And she is devastated when she finds out that they gave that village the placebo to Mal try to from get her Inception. back. Yeah. L- Dr. Len- Lenora. L- Lenora. Lenora. Yeah, but she is more concerned about getting the kids that were in that group safe than she was about saving herself. Oddly, I didn't like her because she was, like, severe um, Stockholm Syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, these people fucking kidnapped you and blindfolded you and did all this shady-ass shit to you, and still you're like, nah, I gotta go back. Yeah. And I mean, I I completely agree with that, but I I just liked that she was like, she got attached to the kids, kids. yeah, those kids, and that's that's a lot, especially when you're in that kind of situation. But no, my favorite would have to be Kate Winslet's character because she was very, very on top of it, and she was adamant about people understanding. Look, stop fucking around, stop complaining, stop whining. Yeah, just keep your distance, stay in your house, like right. Fucking listen. Yeah. And uh, the humanity in the moment when she was dealing with Matt Damon's character and the fact that she's like, well, I just had to tell a man that his wife was having an affair after she died. Jeez, and got a disease. And probably was the first one to, like, fuck the world up. So that, I mean, yeah, Kate Winslet would have to be, she would have to be my my top favorite. What about you, babe? Uh, I'll go with Matt Damon's character. 
Um, they did. He did a good job of being like. He was basically exposed to the original source, um, with Gwyneth Paltrow coming back, all infected and stuff. But it never really centered on him being a major part of this yeah, epidemic. Just... It was just that he didn't get it. Yeah, he, he was, was just, immune yeah. to it. In his home, chilling. Yeah, yeah. and and, and his so... daughter and everything, and yeah. and losing his. I'm guessing. I guess it was his stepson, or was it his son? No, I don't it was know. his his son. But yeah. I think with that, with going for Paltrow and then no, that girl. No, it was his stepson. He said it in a. I want to just bury my my wife and stepson. Yeah, that's or, right. Said, yeah, stepson. But yeah, I mean it, and it just showed him dealing with everything that's going on around and still being cautious about his daughter and everything like that, and then being like hyper aware of how everybody was reacting and going like, "Oh, we got to get out of here. This yeah. is not. We can't sit through this. This is going to go bad real fast." Oh, my heart hurt for him when he was literally witnessing the people across the street getting murdered, getting murdered, and trying to call it in. Yeah. And because of the quote unquote, as they said, high volume of calls, if you're experiencing symptoms, go to the blah, blah, blah. And then it just hangs up on him. And it's like, yeah. that's devastating I to mean, get to a point where 911 is so, that's so packed. Where we could be yep. if y'all don't fucking social distance. Oh, that was follow the rules. Heart wrenching that he had to go through that. Yeah. So uh, I feel we're all going to pick the same person. Or pick the disease, but uh, who's your least favorite character in the movie? Jude Law. Yup. But between Jude Law and kind of the daughter, yeah, a little bit. She she was okay up front, where she's like, "I want to be here for for you. Like you're all alone, whatever." And then she gets so pissy because nothing's happening the way she wants. She's gonna miss her prom I mean, and her boyfriend. She's a kid. That's teenagers, though. Like, hey, man. The kids yeah. are going through with that. Kids are going through that right now. She and chose yes. to be in that shitty situation. She could have went home with her mom and did but some you stuff. Can, right. But you can see that in kids happening right now. Oh, but yeah. he tried to take her home, remember? They tried yeah. to, and they, the Wisconsin border was blocked. Like, kids are Bro. okay. Kids are doing okay right now. Like, kids were okay the first week or so. They were like, yeah, I don't got to go to school. Hooray. And eventually, Give this another it's just, six months of them not being able to do anything. Yeah. Ooh. Eventually, it's just like, fuck, I want to yeah. go outside. I want to see my friends. I'm about to act like a bitch. Especially I mean, teenagers <laughs> yeah. who don't have any control over mm-hmm. their like emotions because that like part of their right. fucking brain hasn't even developed yet. And like, I mean, fair point, but it just, it made me so angry that her dad is like, or her stepdad or... No, no that's her actual dad. dad. Yeah. Um, was trying to tell her like, look, I know you want to see him. I'm not trying to like, yeah. keep you apart, but I'm trying to keep you apart Safe. right now. Keep you like, alive, yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was really sweet of him to put on that prom for her at the. That end. was the sweetest thing in this whole movie. It like, so oh, was like that's so cute. That's gonna happen. Oh well, yeah, wait a month. We're gonna see mm-hmm. all sorts of home proms. Yup, virtual but proms. No, I would. I would have to agree with Jude Law. Was he was a real bitch. So player. I'm fine with conspiracy theorists if if they're on their website talking shit, whatever. But the step that he took was. Hey, I'm real sick, guys. Hey, this new fancy drug. I'm I'm this here. Vitamin. I'm fine. And you find out that he was just fucking around. He wasn't sick at all. Mm-hmm. He just did that to get money. 
That's the douchebaggy part about it. Then he went on fucking national news and fought with the dude from the CDC and was like, well, forsythia is the thing that works. It cured me. It did this. And then they fucking tested his blood and found out that bitch was lying about being sick the whole goddamn time. Right. You have no antibodies. It's basically what's happening on Fox News. People like, oh, coronavirus isn't a big deal. We're fine. We can open up the states again. No, bitch. Go home. And I love that the movie... It's it's a lot more realistic because if in a movie movie kind of situation he would have faked getting sick and then he would have got sick and then died yep. and been like ah you know and then I was waiting for that I yeah. was expecting that to happen that to yeah. happen but it's how you know like, this is you're gonna get a goddamn fever yeah, yeah. This, this is this is how you know this is realistic because bad people get to come up and but they stay alive to do more bad stupid shit and so he's out there recording stuff looking at people you know still using his basis to. Warp people's minds. Yeah, That's, at the end, you know. he was trying to convince people not to take the vaccine. Yeah. They developed a vaccine to fight against this fucking disease, and he was trying to tell people, no, Frosythia is what works. This vaccine is bullshit. You're just going to get it and die. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what anti vaxxers are fucking doing to the world right now. You don't need a smallpox vaccine. You don't need a measles vaccine. The diseases don't Excuse exist anymore. Excuse me? Like, well, why do you think they don't? And then we have a measles outbreak. Who would have thunk it? Diseases just walked off. I'm bored. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, good. I'm, I'm so glad it left. <laughs> what about you, Micah? Uh, you got no arguments for me. That's pretty much... Fucking the, trash. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that maybe. guy. Jude Law and his weird-ass fake teeth that yeah. they put in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he also, didn't... the stupid guy that kidnapped Dr. Lenora. I was like... Mm. Oh, old dude from uh, what the third Batman movie? Wasn't he in that one? I don't know. Because when Batman goes so. to when he goes to what Korea or whatever, and yeah. he, he's beating up all those people to get that but weird like, phone that. upgrade. Oh, that's that the second one. That's the second one. Stupid. Jeez, I haven't seen those Batman movies in a while. Wait. Yeah, because he gets that weird phone thing, and then uh, Lucius is like, "I can't work with you anymore because that's kind of fucked yeah. up that you used it." And he's like, well, "I don't care. <laughs> get the, we'll get the fuck out then." And he's like, "I hope your back breaks." He's like, "It probably will." And then it did in the next movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Hope you get old and your back hurts. Oh, Freddy fuck you, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I love that we all agree Drew loves a piece of shit. Yeah, movie. fuck sorry. He's basically the living embodiment of Fox News. Uh, a honorable mention on <laughs> worst character, probably Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I mean, man. but if it wasn't no, her... No, best character. This is the best role she's ever done. Because <laughs> she was in it for five Cough, minutes. cough, dead. She walked into this movie, she said three words, and then she died. Best thing Gwyneth Paltrow's ever done in a movie. <laughs> she went, ha, 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 okay. After going back to an ex-husband, and then the right. husband finds out. Hey, I'm going to be here for five she hours. She's a cheating ass hoe. She deserved to die. Yeah, right. yeah. Cheating ass hoe. Hey, I got to lay up for five hours. You want to... Go read a book or something. You wanna do it? <laughs> I'm not gonna say the words, but you know what I mean. Mm. <sighs> oh, you're having trouble breathing. Should we keep going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm good. Right? It's just jet lag. <laughs> hey, like, like, like the whole doing it thing was cool, but you were real sweaty and clammy. You all right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Uh, I'd be concerned. I'm like, you look like shit right Man, now. You got some goop coming out your nose. There. Yeah. <laughs> Like, sex is cool and all, but you look really sick. Like, Did she have a, a jade stone in her vagina, though? That's right. The We'd have to ask old dude in Chicago. <laughs> a jade egg? <laughs> uh, oh, I saw the egg. I didn't, I didn't want to say nothing because we were getting right. it in, but that was kind of weird. Like, can we talk about that now? 
Like I didn't want to want to like mess up the flow. Of, yeah, funny. I didn't want to mess up the flow of me getting it in. So I just I'll bring it up now since we're done. <laughs> that was kind of weird. <laughs> oh man. Okay, but yeah, uh, great movie. I it's a solid movie. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. So please give it a shot. It's it's, it's really fun, guys. It'll blow your mind, honestly. Oh, the parallels, so much. The parallels to this ten-year-old movie to now is like horrifying. Yeah. There were many times during this movie where I just like look over at Otis and be like, "The fuck? Like that's what's happening to that? Yep. That's what happened last month." Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, so I looked up some facts about the movie. Uh, right now, it's the seventh most popular film on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBO, HBO now says it's the most viewed title for two weeks straight. Sounds about. <laughs> Damn. I, I've seen a couple people online say like, "Hey, yo, you need to watch Contagion." Like, this this is happening. This is the movie. This is a live look at what's happening. Just yep. a very meaner disease. I mean, I chose this movie because it popped up in my like. You know how IMDb has been recommending old movies like oh, to watch yeah, yeah. just because everyone's at home and doing nothing. Like they haven't really been per- like talking about new movies that are coming out so much, but showing you like here's a trailer for a movie that came out 15 years ago. Like fuck it, watch yeah. Pootie Tang. Watch it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, basically watch Pootie Tang. And then this movie, this trailer came up, and I watched it, and I'm like, holy fuck, that looks good. And I sent it to everyone, and they were all like, fuck. Let's watch it. Yeah. So no, that's this, where this came from. It's a solid-ass movie. I didn't know that it was already doing well on like iTunes and stuff, but I guess that makes sense. That's probably why yeah. IMDb put it up there. So my mom, she was big into like disaster films, and sometimes diseasey stuff. She loved Outbreak, um, but I didn't. I don't know if she was that big into it, but uh, I don't know for sure. Sh- I didn't hear about this movie when it came out. Me neither. I did Me not hear neither. about this movie, but I don't really look into virus ones like this, mm-hmm. like the realistic virus. Now, give me... Some, you know, you get a deodorant that changes colors every five minutes and turns you into, like, a giant bat monster. That's the kind of disease movie I want to see. I want to see some dumb shit. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, real virus stuff, I'm like, nah, I'm good. That's That's creepy. I'm going to be bothered when I watch this. And I don't really want to be bothered. I want to be entertained in a movie. But, no, this is great. And I'm glad I got to see it in some uh, list of movies. I'm like, ooh, that's good. You should watch Mm -hmm. it. Okay, guys. Seven word synopses. There's a few. I'll go first because I know everybody else has like 50 of them. Okay. Uh, wash your hands and ass pretty please. Damn. Yes. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> wash right. your hands and your butt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Movie about the Rona made in 2011. Uh, we are living this movie right now. Best role Gwyneth Paltrow has ever played. Damn. Uh, the fuck is with Jude Law's teeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had to have jacked up teeth or he'd be way too cute to be an asshole. It's mm. true. You I to, guess. You but, have to uncutify him to be a but they But Jude Law plays an asshole a lot and they Often. don't ever fuck plays with his teeth. Plays a cutie Yeah, but he's still an asshole. He's a little too cute. What about I you, I guess. Bill? Why me? Mike's got to calculate a new one. Yeah, he's got to figure one out. Otis stole his. Yeah, I jumped on it. He's got to find his R knot. All right. So mine was first impression fevers don't stop anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Measles and H1N1. This is not that. <laughs> That's literally a line from the movie. Yeah. And then this is literally real life right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Places I'm not going out. Said by Katie <laughs> during the movie. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was so happy about that that it ended up being seven words. <laughs> 
Um, standing around saying rabble won't do anything. <laughs> they were getting pissed out there. Also something said by Otis. Yeah. Um, that exact bat met that exact pig. Because there was that moment when... Kismet. Kate. Yep. Said, you got to have the worst bat meet the worst pig in the proper circumstance and then you <laughs> and get then this. Did. And as the movie finishes, that fucking bat met that fucking pig. And then, how are people this clueless and gullible? And then my last one, which is my alliteration one. People putting people in peril precedes precautions. Hell yeah. Damn. You getting it with those. I know, right? We should have listened to the experts. Yes, well, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I saw a video on YouTube and it said, this is stupid, so I'm going to I'm gonna listen to that. Jude Law. <laughs> Jude Law said that nobody's paying attention to this. Right. So... Also, people said it's great to swallow live octopus because it gives you luck, but uh, yeah, that will literally also kill you. Yeah, so they used to bleed to people. people back in the day because you had too much crazy in your blood. So I don't know how you know, but that was actually doctor saying it. So that tweet that I found, you got ghosts in your blood. Right. Yeah. Some cocaine about it. Yes. <laughs> Just somebody in a bed flopping. <laughs> I'm like, whoop, too much ghost in that body. Put some cocaine on it. Yeah, you know, make it all better. Yeah, you need to lose like a pint of blood and get some cocaine in there. You'll be fine. Like, oh my God. It'll equal out. What a horrible night. Just like, well, you got too much blood in you. Let's get yeah. some of that out. Oh, good. I found a fun fact about Ooh. this just really quick. Um, promoting the film, Warner Brothers in Canada made two giant petri dishes, treated them with bacteria and fungi. And set them in a storefront window. Uh, Over the next several days, the bacteria and fungi specimens grew together to spell out the name of the film with biohazard symbols. Oh no! I would brilliant. freak the fuck out. That's and really go cool. See that movie immediately. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Fucking cool. Have that a little cough, kid like cough on it. Damn like, plan. Come back in a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. would you look at this? The COVID nineteen outbreak in spring twenty twenty sparked a renewed interest in this film. Hell yeah! <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's this fucking film. <laughs> Do you guys remember any minorities dying? Like specific? I know the Chinese guy. Okay, so that's one. Anybody else got any? Well, that like one the Chinese lady, right? lady and her two kids that the Chinese guy came in contact with, and mm-hmm. the Chinese guy's girlfriend, and literally that Chinese guy's whole village mm-hmm. that well, died. I don't have a number, so... <laughs> no, just ballpark 250. 250. Uh, no, that's way but, too many. Let's no, go with four. Yeah, the four that we four saw. That we saw. <laughs> I'll, I'll do um, five. I'll be nice. Um, 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 was the... Oh, my gosh. Lawrence Fishburne's wife's friend that dies. Jude Law's, like, girlfriend? Was she a person of color? Because she did she not look Mexican. white. Yeah. She was Okay, Mexican. there you go. She looked all There's French. another one. Okay. Yeah. So, we are now at... 73 minorities killed uh, in these uh, movies. Uh, oh. <laughs> 73. Ah, ah, ah. Yes. <laughs> four. Four black men. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Blackula says no more. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out September 9th, 2011. How much do you think yeah. the budget for this movie was? Oh, $210. There were so many fucking famous people in this film. In 2010 especially. Yeah. I'm going to go $75 reduce. $75 reduce? Mm, Katie? I'm cutting it low. I'm going $40 reduce. $40? You guys were everywhere with this. Uh, 
Retail price for Contagion, $60 million dues. Close. Katie actually gets it because I went over. Michael, Michael was thinking that they just spent all the money on this Studios <laughs> really shouldn't hire me to do their finances. <laughs> be a really, really bad idea. Budgeting is not your strong point. <laughs> Mike is like, Mike, Mike is the budget guy. They're like, so how much money do you guys want to make this movie? Well, do you have any ideas, Michael? He's like, I don't know, like 300 million? Like, okay. No. Yeah. So they, they come in, sure. They come in and they're like, um, we need like 20 million? I'll give you 200. Final offer. <laughs> You, All you right. Twist my arm, Mike. Let's do it. I don't know if we can do that with that much. You can make more money with a flop than with a hit. Right. <laughs> okay, so it's box true. office. true. Eventually yeah. you will. <laughs> uh, box office of this movie, how much do you think it made? Ooh, 112. 112. 165. 165. Boom. <laughs> okay. Da-da-da. Um, I'm going to go with. A hundred flat, because I don't remember ever hearing about this film, and no. you don't remember hearing about this film when it came out. Bah. Neither so, did we, and we were dating at that point. So if he would have heard about it, I would have too. It's such a quiet movie. Yeah. So retail this price. After we Just started like the virus. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't. You look at that. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about this movie. So retail price for Contagion is one hundred thirty-six million dollar dues. <laughs> <laughs> One thirty-six. Micah, Micah reined it in. He, he he got closer, so it was good. What did I say? One sixty-five. Oh. Hey, better than two ten. <laughs> Way better than two ten. Yeah. You brought you brought it back down. He's yeah. like, that's at two ten. Give me five hundred million. You made, it made five hundred million. Like yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I gotta lay off watching the uh, Avengers movies. My, right. my budgeting system's all out of whack. Right, we're, oh, yeah. we're used to movies like yes. almost hitting a billion by themselves now. But they spent two hundred million dollars on this film, and they made seven point eight bajillion dollars. We can't even count it right. I've got nothing. Listen, listen. I'll take half of that. Just, yeah. just I'll take half of that. <laughs> Oh, Micah needs to be the uh, school district's budget person. Oh, yeah. Give them all the monies. <laughs> uh, can we have $5 million for new sports equipment? I will give you $210 million. <laughs> and you will say nothing. He's like, you're goddamn right. Look at my it. professional sports stadium. Bah! <laughs> love them. They go 1 in 15 with it. Right. Oh, and he God says, damn ha, it. the fine print. All of it goes to music. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so legit. Right? Yeah. Fund the arts, kids. Fund the arts. Music classes that actually have enough instruments for everything. Or yeah. working instruments. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. I remember... Uh, Some of them have them all, but you're like, oh, buddy, you took an acid bath in like 1912. Mm-hmm. You need I'm, help. <laughs> my, my first instrument was a trombone, and the way I got to pick my trombone, well, it was the only instrument that we could pick, it was two giant boxes. One had the slides... And the other box had all the other pieces. And it's like, make your trombone. And so I, I made my trombone like I was at Disneyland making a lightsaber. And then I played that trombone. And that's how I did it. Now that's how you played a uh, band in Dallas, Micah. <laughs> Micah's, Micah's like, no, nah, my teacher made it sound like a race car. So I said, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, I remember that. And I forget. And, oh, we had, our band was five kids. 
four trombones, and then one kid, their parents were, like, not poor like us, and so he had a saxophone. <laughs> See, when I got my first real trombone, it was similar to that where I got to pick the the slide and pick the, the, the bell, yeah. but it was because they were all handmade, yeah. and they Ooh. sounded different slightly, oh, yeah. and <laughs> it, they were not in boxes. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it was rough. Frankenbones. Yeah, I, oh I, man. Like, cause what third position's on the bell, right? Yeah, more around less, that. Yeah. yeah, I think I couldn't get fifth or sixth. No, because you were a child. We were children. So I remember I used to like stick my leg out. Yeah. <laughs> and catch it. Like I can play that note. That's what our niece uh, used to do when she would play Micah's yeah. trombones, and then we Woo! got a P bone, and she tried playing the P bone, and she still couldn't reach. So she would just. Chuck the thing down to her toes and then kick it back. <laughs> I want to get back into trombone. I I guess I was all right at it. I can play brass instruments now, and it's like not that tough. Well, we have but, a couple. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not have... I'm not a pro at it. But right. uh, but yeah, I want a bass man. <laughs> Make fart noises. That's what I want right? to do. Get a tuba. Nah, that's heavy. <laughs> the one time in March Man, I was like, that doesn't look that heavy. They're, they had like sousaphones. They're like, sousaphones no, no, aren't no. bad because they just rest on you. No, not right? sousaphones. What's the one that looks like a it's like a, a bazooka? They had contras. I'm like, that bazooka. doesn't look that bad. And they laughed at me and they're like, we'll switch. I'll hold that tenor sax. <laughs> I gave it to them and like, it has a neck strap. Fuck this. And they were just standing there. It was like jiggling. And I got the contra and I held it up. I'm like, this isn't bad. And then like a minute in, snap it, everything right? was just like shaking. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? They're like, snap it. I was like, ah! It was terrible. I would be in money to put that on YouTube. Oh, my (laughs) God. There's always a day in drum corps before tour where everyone just switches horns um, to work on their... Because there's always, like, some mellophone or trumpet that's just whining and complaining that their shit is heavy. (laughs) So we always switch horns and everyone moves down a thing. Mm -hmm. So trumpets go to the contras and then, um, like, baritones end up with the contras and... Uh, mellophones end up with the baritones and mm-hmm. trumpets end up with the mellophones and everyone's just dealing with a little bit more weight than they can handle and <laughs> fucking every all the euphonium players holding their contras are the same way they hold it for a minute and then their arms just start to shake and they just like eventually Spazzles. just can't handle it anymore <laughs> yeah. meanwhile all the fucking contra players are like holding the trumpets and just like flipping them and all the slides are just fucking flying because, <laughs> like, because they're all so Slides are just flying across the All field. All of those mouthpieces are everywhere. Everything you get it back, you know your shit's just chipped. Every trumpet like, and every <laughs> scratches on everything. Up like a dizzy Gillespie trumpet. Yeah, the everything is snapped so hard. Up. The bell's like, wow! Everything is fucked up. That bell just sits too light. Like, they're not. I'm used gonna to it. automatically cheat to the box because I'm just sitting here. I'm already there. Flung up, and I ain't about this. Yeah. I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And then I was like, give me my next trip back. Right. <laughs> give me my, like, kind of scoliosis. Uh, we just got this weight on our neck. Our hunchbacks. Oh, yeah, saxophone. <laughs> yeah, you can tell saxophone, saxophone players because we all, like, yeah. hunch like we're trolls coming out of the dark to play a... Or you get one of these. Yeah, play Careless you Whisper. Just got your That's all we do. Heads always forward. <laughs> yeah, play Careless Whisper and you go back into your little cave. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Answer these questions three. And then we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you go back. <laughs> okay, does anybody have anything else for Contagion? Watch it. It's terrifying. Nah, it's Not because movie. it's a scary movie, but the actuality of the movie is just... It's scary? It's... No, like, the <laughs> parallels are creepy. Yeah. It's it, like it makes you uncomfortable yeah. to watch it because you're like, fuck, I knew people were pretty awful, but, like, the extent that people <sighs> will go to just because of fear mm-hmm. and lack of knowledge and too much knowledge at the same point and too much false, stupid knowledge yeah, mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. people stupid. Yeah. And people are already dumb to begin with. Yep. So you just give them like a, so, a stupid nudge. To combine <laughs> Otis's them. seven words and Micah's seven words and everyone else's seven words into one thing. Wash your damn everything. Stay mm-hmm. home. Don't be stupid. Listen to the experts. Stop freaking out over the media. Tune out every now and again. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your family. Enjoy who you're with. Enjoy the fighting while it's there. It's, right. it's, I mean, you have your kids. Be happy about it. Yep. Just don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Please to God, don't be stupid. That's Stupidity makes everything worse. Right? Another tweet that I saw was two main um, aspects of this virus and everything like that is populate, how, how dense the population is and how dense the population is. <laughs> yep. I saw someone says like, but those are the same things. Like, there's number two right there, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you don't get it. <laughs> like, you're, you're dumb, and we have too many dumb people trying to be brave and cool. Like, no, stop being stupid and going outside. Mm-hmm. Be stupid inside. Yeah, do, yep. do some TikTok videos and fall on your face. Be dumb in your yep. own house. Yeah, there's be all that, sorts be of that dumb kind shit of dumb. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Give people a reason to laugh. You don't know how to use TikTok? Watch a YouTube video, figure it out. There's YouTube videos about everything. It's actually pretty smart. TikTok, it like slows down things. That's mm-hmm. how you can lip sync perfectly with yep. a song. It slows yeah. it down so you can enunciate There's better. There's also YouTube videos about YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, y'all got videos about everything. Learn something. Teach your yep. kids something. Yep, yep, yep. Write a book for your future grandkids. Do, Do something. a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Podcast. Or listen, listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Learn an instrument. Yes. Learn a craft that you've always been wanting to do. Kill a guy. Or don't. There's <laughs> tons of things. Or don't do anything. <laughs> he means it's on video life. games. Yeah, yeah. He kill means all play video games. games. Yeah. yeah, don't. Yeah, video games. Yeah, kill don't, all humans. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kill all. Hey, baby. You want to kill all humans? Uh, okay, guys. Move done. So we're on Twitter at... Allentown Pod. You can catch us on email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at Allentown Presents. Yeah. I got it right this time. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can search for us on just about any app, just on podcast. Just put in Allentown Presents. We're like the third or fourth choice down. Just get past like that one song and then some other Allentown thing. Keep listening and tell your friends to listen so we can move up. Yeah. So you don't also, have to scroll. Here is your challenge for this month's theme. So we've been doing virus, pandemic, contagion, all the things. We do have some graphics for our podcast, but I issue 
An challenge. Allentown Presents Challenge. Mm. Design an Allentown Presents logo Ooh. with a pandemic virus theme. Yeah. And I want to see who does the best, and then we'll pick somebody and see what we can do. You Maybe we'll feature you for a month on our Facebook Yes. You know what so, mine would be? Have your kids draw a picture. Yes. We don't care how shitty it is. No. That's fine. Just do it. My, mine would be, uh, it's the overview. So it's from uh, the Crazies episode we were talking about. So it'd be an overview look of like a lake. And just Allentown presents. It's like the swamp. It's like the lettering and just an ass. <laughs> just, <laughs> just cheeks floating in. That's, that's what I would do. Biohazard. Or a spooky movie squad and then just a cheek. So send us, send us your entries on Facebook or Twitter or our email, and we'll pick somebody out and feature y'all for a bit yeah. on whatever. If Let's... you ever want to vote, just draw an ass. I'll laugh. Yes. So. <laughs> put, that, put that peach icon up there. Right. We got you. Cartoon asses make me laugh. For, <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it's hilarious to me. Okay. So uh thanks for listening guys we love doing this and it's really fun and we're gonna keep it going because <coughs> we got a lot of extra time so uh just like always uh we'll see you next time guys toots bye bye guys